A crazy man does crazy things. But is he crazy or possessed? And then we take a look at a way that you, you, dear listener, can stop from being gangstalk. All you need is two bicycle helmets, a hot tub, a can of beer. (laughs) You can't sleep on a mattress. And stay away from tunnels, maybe? We'll figure out what this means today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. Let's go ahead and give a shout out to one of our legacy Patreons, Charlotte Renee. Everyone give a round of applause to Charlotte Renee. She's doing a little bow. Charlotte, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you can't support the Patreon, I totally understand. Just help get the word out about the show. That really, really helps out a lot. So, Charlotte, I am going to pull out... <laughs> you're totally in suspense. You're like, oh, what's he going to pull out? I am going to pull out the keys to the Dead Rabbit Dirigible. We're going to take a nice, soft little journey to Shelby County, Tennessee. Shelby has on her old-timey steampunk aviator goggles. She doesn't need them. We don't. We don't We don't have them. We can see perfectly good, but she wants to be fashionable. We're headed out to Shelby County, Tennessee. It's July 3rd, 2019, one day before America's birthday. And if you think about it, the last time we got to see fireworks for 4th of July. It's weird how much has changed in a little over a year. But, but they're shooting fireworks at the dirigible. Look out, look out. Charlotte's having to do all these crazy maneuvers. I don't know why they're shooting them the day before 4th of July. But anyways, they're trying to shoot us down. But she's an expert pilot. She lands us in Shelby County, Tennessee. We're specifically going to the Mid-South Urgent Center. That's on Houston Levy and Macon. Or Macon? I don't know. But if you live in that area and you know how to pronounce the street, you can actually visit this location. It's 8 p.m. at night. That I probably should have described what that was. Those are the noises of empty glass vials rolling on the ground. Rolling around. And there are these two police officers and they're walking with their flashlights and they're shining them. Through the pitch black Shelby County, Tennessee sky. It's extra dark there. It's only 8 p.m. I don't know if they needed flashlights. Cops are walking. They see these vials rolling on the ground. One of them bends over and picks one up. Radio's in. Roger, we, uh, we appear that we found the source of the noise, the weird noise. Appears to be an empty glass vial. And they look over and they see another one. I just like doing that sound effect. They are following a trail of empty glass vials. And they follow this trail of glass vials. And they show a man hunched over in the darkness. It's 8 p.m. So it's actually quite light outside. But where he's at, it's super dark. They can see him hunched over. (laughs) Drops the vial. Freeze, the officers say. And the man turns around. (laughs) He's glowing. And they just arrest him. He's not a supernatural creature. He's just a guy. He's a guy wearing a shirt and a cap or cape. Maybe the news article left out the letter E, but it was most likely just a cap. His name is Kevin Giles, and this is all alleged. Kevin, don't sue me. Definitely don't come looking for me. So what happened was at the Mid-South Urgent Center, 
they do medical stuff, and they have to constantly send stuff out to be tested. So outside their facility, they have a little lockbox, and in it, they're putting in vials. But see, the vials weren't empty. What these vials contained was human blood and urine. Human urine, (laughs) not like dog piss. It would still be gross, regardless of what creature it came from. But I'll let you decide what's grosser, blood or urine. Let me give you all the information, because you might just be like, well, I'm full of both. What happened was, at the medical facility, there's video footage of Kevin Giles walking, skulking up to the box. He has this cape wrapped around his face. (laughs) He skulks up to the box, and he breaks it open. And he begins reaching his hand into the box, and he's pulling out vials of human urine and human blood, and he pops one open. Glug, 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 glug. He's drinking them. So now which one's grosser? If you knew your best friend, you have a poor choice in friends, by the way. If your best friend says, yeah, every so often I get a hankering for a little bit of human blood. You'd probably be like, oh, okay, that's weird. Listen to My Chemical Romance. That should have been my first guess. Second, second guess, he's always staring at my neck. But whatever. But if your best friend said, every so often I uh, get a little thirsty, I, I drink a little bit of good old human urine. Like, it's grosser, right? The pee is grosser. Drinking urine's grosser than drinking blood. But anyways, it didn't matter. This guy was drinking both. He's double-fisting him. A little bit of blood, a little bit of urine. At the same time, it's the super elixir. He was charged... This was in July 2019. He was charged with burglary and possession of a controlled substance because he had cocaine on him. It wasn't like they're like, "Uh uh-uh, it's illegal to carry anyone's urine but your own. I actually wonder if that is illegal because I know people pee for each other's stuff. For drug tests, not just for fun, not just, oh man, I really have to pee right now, but I'm playing this game, can you go pee for me? Yeah, sure. What are friends for? He got busted for having a little bit of cocaine on him, and probably in him as well if he's drinking urine and blood. But the neighbors, no shock here, the neighbors, when the news reporters went to go visit him, most of this information came from WKRN, local news center in Tennessee. The neighbors go, oh, that guy? Yeah, Kevin Giles? Super weird. And the reporter's like, yeah, we kind of figured that. He was drinking blood and urine. Here's a quote from one of the neighbors who didn't want to be identified. Quote, he didn't want to interact with anybody. In and out fast. Where is Sonic? Where is Sonic during this whole thing? In and out fast. And if you try to interact with them, he looked like a deer caught in the headlights. Ooh. The quote also continues, he was also speeding up and down the road. Which I imagine for a guy who drinks human blood and urine, that's kind of the best situation for him. Is driving on the road and makes people pee their pants. And then he's like, oh, he's marking down their address when he sees people like, whew, that was a close one. And they're walking into their house. He's like, I'll be seeing you tonight. And then he's ringing out. He's ringing out underwear. And if he hits them. So in July 2019, this is just how insane the world is. In July 2019, he's drinking human blood and urine. And by October, he's free again. So I don't know what type of penalties there should be for drinking blood and urine. I think there should be some, though. You get arrested in July and October, you're like, oh. <laughs> that, that, I don't even know how long he was locked up. He wasn't locked up for a couple of months, but apparently, I don't think he happened the next day he got out, but he had gotten out just a couple months later or a couple weeks later. Who knows? But in October, he was rearrested because he was driving like a madman down the street and he got in an accident. And his seven-year-old son was sitting in the car 
and he got in the accident and the seven-year-old son bumped his head. I probably did a little more than bumped his head. He, I think he, he, injured, he kid injured his head. I don't think he had like a little lump on his head and little cartoon birds were floating around, but he also wasn't horribly crippled. So somewhere in between the two, somewhere in between Bugs Bunny getting hit with a mallet and be, being brain dead for the rest of your life, that's where this kid was. So he was rearrested for that. So definitely has a driving issue. He's like trying to drive the car. He's like, where did I leave my blood? He keeps checking his pants. Dad, dad, no. Oh, here it is. It's inside of me. Blah. So we've had a lot of laughs. We've had a lot of laughs at Kevin Giles, the urine drinker, blood drinker, crasher of cars. But there's a weird detail buried in this story. Otherwise, just weird news crime story. The neighbor said that he used to be a seminary student. But he dropped out of school. Seminary, if you don't know, is where you go for religious studies. Generally, to be like a minister or a deacon. I don't know if deacons have to go, but to be an ordained minister, it's preferred that you go to seminary so you have a well-rounded view of the holy text that you will be teaching. He went to seminary and he dropped out. And now here he is years later drinking human blood and urine and driving like crazy, which is different. Everyone drives like crazy. Not everyone drinks blood and urine, but but I have to keep saying, driving crazy is the number one producer of blood and urine if you can't break into a lockbox. So I think they are combined in this case. What if, put on our conspiracy caps here, this is fully allegedly, conspiracy cap fully on, what if in the middle of his seminary studies, Kevin Giles was waylaid by a demonic force? I've talked a lot on this show about my father used to be a minister. One of the things he said a long time ago, He said one of the things that he had observed was you get these, and we've done it too. We've all done it too, because we're all into the paranormal. He says one of the things he's observed is every so often you get a young minister who becomes obsessed with demonology, because it is a very intriguing topic. I mean, this whole podcast, in a sense, is based on that darkness, that other darkness that's out there. He says every so often you get a young minister in seminary, who would start researching demonology and become obsessed with demonology. You would see this happen because you're researching you're researching it because you have to know that if you're preaching the good word, you also have to know the bad word, right? You have to know what the opposition is. People would start to become obsessed with it. I'm wondering if that's what happened to this guy. He was in seminary and he began to research demonology and it became an obsession and then eventually it became a gateway. There's no better chess piece to take off the board than a devout person. That would be the best one when you can look and go, this person, if they succeed in their quest to become a minister, they can preach the word, they can preach the way you're supposed to be. But if we can corrupt that person, we can take that piece off the game board. That's a win for us. Possessing a taxicab driver... I mean, that sucks, right? Especially for the taxi cab driver. But, I mean, you might, like, become a serial killer or just, like, overcharge people. Again, vast difference between the two. But if you possess, like, Billy Graham, if you possess, like, a major religious figure and spoke a corrupted version of the text, that's a game changer. So is that what happened to Kevin Giles? Was he a man who started looking a little too closely into the darkest parts of religion? And he let infernal forces take over his life? Or is he just a man who went... I guess the other one is just a guy who went nuts and started drinking blood and urine, which happens too. But I do think the fact that he used to be a seminary student makes me lean more towards 
a man who, if not possessed, may simply be under the influence of a dark demonic force that wanted to take a playing piece for the side of evil. So, Charlotte, let's go ahead and call in that carpenter copter. I'm just kicking, I'm kicking vials at the cops. I'm like, hey, guys, catch. They're like, oh, that's evidence, man. I'm like, yeah, he was only in jail for a couple weeks anyways. They're like, yeah, <laughs> the justice system sucks. I'm still kicking vials around. Charlotte, bring in that carpenter copter. We are headed out to a hot tub. <laughs> Charlotte's like, what? She's like looking all around. She's like, there's a lot of hot tubs around. I was like, yeah, we're flying towards a particular one. But first... This Halloween, prepare yourself for the terrifying suspense thriller Spell, starring Omari Hardwick from the TV show Power and Loretta Devine. Marquis, played by Omari Hardwick, awakens from a plane crash, imprisoned by a mysterious woman practicing hoodoo magic. He desperately tries to break free to save his family from the sinister rituals that await. Spell is premiering at home on all digital platforms October 30th, rated R from Paramount Pictures. I said yesterday how I watched the trailer for this movie, and it does look really good. It reminds me of an episode of Tales from the Crypt. It has a really cool vibe to it, and I'm really looking forward to being able to check it out. So yeah, and you guys check it out as well. Check out the trailer. I'll put it in the show notes. Let me know what you guys think, but it, it does look pretty cool. I was actually like super stoked to be able to do this one. Charlotte, keep flying that carpenter. Have you found a hot tub yet? She's like, no, you're talking about a movie. I was paying attention to the movie, Reed. Ah, yeah. You see a hot, it's that hot tub right there, and we're flying. We see a hot tub in this guy's backyard, and we can't really see his face, one, because we're 10,000 feet in the air, but two, he's holding up a beer can. You're like, what? I'll explain. I'll explain as best as I can. So Charlotte, land this carpenter copter in this guy's backyard, and he doesn't even acknowledge we're here. He's still holding a beer can in front of his head. A while back, Chris, longtime show supporter, he's the founder of the Golden Rabbit Brigade, longtime supporter of the show. He turned me on, <laughs> that's a bad choice of words, but he introduced me to the subreddit Gangstalking MKUltra. Not for just you regular gang stalkers out there, not for you people who just think that the mailman's spying on you. No. Those people, those people are people that you could share a cab ride with and hopefully overpower the satanically possessed taxi cab driver. MK Ultra gang stalking is way weirder to the point that I imagine if these guys went to the gang stalking subreddit, they would be told that they're nuts because this is truly nuts. This is absolutely insane. This is a Reddit post called Part Two. I don't know where Part One is either, guys. I looked all over for it. I looked all over for it. Part Two exists. Part One. It must have been taken down. By the MK Ultra. I don't, I don't know why they left part two up. Because part two explains how we can defeat gang stalking. It was written by throwaway guy 123XD. Who, again, I don't spend a ton of time on Reddit. I know we've been doing a lot of Reddit stories recently. But this guy has negative six karma. Which I didn't even think was po- <laughs> I didn't even think was possible. And the fact that he's posting exclusively on... Gang stalking MK Ultra shows that other people who believe they're being gang stalked thinks this is nuts. So we're walking, we're gonna get in the hot tubs. You guys bring your bathing suits. I did. You guys are like, no, I didn't plan on. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm not bringing a bathing suit. Here, you can borrow mine. We have official Dead Rabbit Radio board shorts. Where is part one? Nobody knows. Throwaway guy 123XD. We're just gonna call him Throw from now on is sitting in the hot tub. Here is what his steps are to 
100% prevent you from being gang stalked. Step one is very easy. Write this down. This is very important. This is very important. This might save your life someday. First off, you need to buy two bicycle helmets. Because the bicycle helmet, and it's it's the bicycle helmet that has rubber on the inside? <laughs> That's a thing. I'm taking this guy at his word that that exists. I don't think I've ever put on a bicycle helmet. Do Have I? I don't know why. <laughs> I looked, looked over to my imaginary Jamie over there. Anyways, you have to get a bicycle helmet, two bicycle helmets with rubber on the inside. Now, you wear one all day long. And that keeps the negative energy from the gang stalkers from permeating your head. Now, this is kind of an interesting one because when you see someone with a bicycle helmet and you see him on a bicycle, you don't even you, you don't even think about it. If you saw a guy with a bicycle helmet walking around a store, you'd be like, oh, he must have just gotten off of his bike. But if you go to a movie theater and there's a guy sitting in the movie theater with a bicycle helmet, you're going to be like, okay. First off, I shouldn't have followed this guy all around town. I almost feel like I'm gang-stalking the guy, and he's, like, looking over his shoulder. Two, that just looks weird. There are certain places where you, you're playing a game of pickup basketball in your bicycle helmet. People are going to be like, dude, seriously, take off the helmet. You're like, what? No way. It keeps out the negative energy. So, wearing a bicycle helmet in weird places. You're at the opera. I can just keep naming places. You're at your daughter's wedding. You're like, oh, yes, I have my bicycle helmet on. That's your whole toast. The point is, is that you're going to get weird looks while you're wearing a bicycle helmet. And then that's just going to make you think you're being even more gang-stalked, right? But you're not getting their negative energy. But the question you ask, it's the question that I ask, too. To be, you know what? Actually, I forgot about this. So he posted, the subreddit is, the, the post is titled Part 2. The whole post is just a picture of this image with text written in it. He doesn't explain any of it in the comments. And I sent this JPEG to Chris, and I go, hey, look at this. And he said, I'm not clicking on that. Now listen, Chris, you're the one who sent me to this website in the first place. So I'm sending, he's like, I don't even want to look at it. I don't even want to look at what you're sending me. Dude, you're the one who sent me to the subreddit. So if I send you a photo from that subreddit, you better look at it, bro. I, I had to absorb all this insanity myself. Let's get back to it. So why two bicycle helmets? Well, you have to discharge one and wear the other one. So it only absorbs so much negative energy in a given day. And then you got to put on the other one. So now you have two bicycle helmets. But you just can't take the other bicycle helmet off and set it on the ground. Well, that's part one. You have to then cover that bicycle helmet in mud. Because the mud discharges the negative energy. You see a guy wearing a bicycle helmet riding a bike. You're not going to think anything of it. You see a guy with a bicycle helmet in a grocery store. You're not going to think anything of it. If you see, if you see a man... With a mud-covered bicycle helmet, you're, it doesn't matter what situation he's in. He could be a bicycle helmet salesman. You're going to stare. You're going to stare. He could be riding his bike with a bicycle helmet the way that the law intended. But you are going to wonder why it is covered in mud. But you got to keep doing this. You got to wear a bicycle helmet every single day and cover him in mud. Now, he doesn't say... See, here's the interesting thing. He doesn't say to not wash him, but he doesn't say to wash him. And when you're talking to crazy people, you have to be pretty specific because you just keep layering mud on over and over again until eventually, like, there's a little trilobite fossils, just little fossilized worms at the very bottom edge of the helmet. We don't know. He just tells us, you cover one in mud, wear the other one, but then, I don't know, you never wash them, just got to keep covering them in mud. That only shields your head. But see, the way that the MK Ultra dudes, the, the bad guys, which MK Ultra is a real thing. 
Okay, I'm not dismissing that there's a government plot that was working on brainwashing of people and stuff like that. This isn't. This isn't real. Dude, this is just going way too weird. But anyways, he's saying that, he's like, oh, you said it was real? You believe in me? I'm like, okay, for the sake of argument, I believe in you. What else do you have to tell us? He says that that, that only protects your head, though. See, the beams, the negative energy can actually go through your jaw, go through your nose, go through your neck, go through all sorts of stuff and get into your brain. It's not just, you don't just have to protect the brain, you have to protect the whole upper body. Oh, great. That is why we're in a hot tub. Because he says, if you sit in a hot tub with your neck and your spine, you have to have both of them. Don't don't just try putting your neck in the hot tub and exposing your spine. That will allow you to still get negative energy and drown, by the way. there's an, if you If your neck is in the water, your spine is in the water. I don't know why he... See what I mean? Too much detail sometimes. Not enough detail other times. You have to be underwater, both your spine and your neck. Don't be a contortionist and just get your neck in there and think you'll be okay. You got to be wearing the helmet too, by the way. So your, your hot tub's going to be full of muddy water. You're wearing your helmet. You're in a hot tub up to your chin. And then you have to take a beer can, a cold beer can, and you have to put it in front of your face. So you're sitting there. This is the rest of your life, by the way. I hope you, hope you have a really good pension plan or you have a trust fund. Because to protect yourself from these horrible beams, you got to sit in a hot tub, hold a beer. And the beer can, I don't know why beer can. I don't know why it can't be like a Coca-Cola or something like that. But it covers your third eye, your temples. It doesn't. That's the biggest beer. That's like a Foster's beer can. That's bigger than a Foster's. I've never had a beer can that when I held up went from my temples, my chin to my third eye. He's carrying around a keg everywhere. Stop staring at me! As mud is dripping off of his helmet. If you hold it up, if you're in the hot tub, you got the helmet on, you have the beer can, you cover your third eye, your temples, all of that stuff with this beer can. That will actually, and the beams can't penetrate the water. The second you get out of the water, mind you, they're going to be right after you. The gang stalkers are waiting for you. They have, they've hidden all your towels and they're like, ha 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 ha. Now you got to walk and be cold all the way to your house. Ha ha ha. You're like, ah, dripping mud everywhere. Did you know? Did you know? This is actually a real common conspiracy theory because I've seen this a couple of things. In your mattress, you have springs. Your mattress has springs. Bong, 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 bong. And springs are actually transmitters. That coil is actually a way for the government. This is an old conspiracy theory. Old Farmer's Almanac conspiracy theory. The coils in the bed are actually to create a basically a giant transmitter or a giant receiver. So when stuff is being beamed down from satellites or like Cold War spies are shooting you with radio radiation, your symptoms are worse in bed. Again, self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're not getting a lot of sleep, you're more prone to having crazy thoughts. But if you think the act of laying in bed is causing you this distress, you're not going to get as much sleep. So that's an old-timey conspiracy theory that springs are actually used as a way to spy on you. It's like a listening device. It's an energy receiver, sender type of thing. He goes the extra step. He says that, did you know this, that springs and coils are actually shaped after the human vagina? Now, I don't know who this dude's been banging, right? I have no... I I cannot... <laughs> In my wildest dreams or nightmares, think how you can look at a coiled spring and imagine a vagina. 
Like, I, that, I, 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 but he can, (laughs) he can, right? Which, here's the thing, if that was the case, if your mattress was made out of nothing but vagina-shaped objects, you're not staying in the hot tub all day long, you're staying in bed. Dudes are like, oh, I'm so tired. They're like, dude, you just woke up five minutes ago. He's like, oh, no, man, I took a bunch of Benadryl, I gotta go back to sleep. They're like, ah, we should have invented beds to be shaped like something else. They're not... There, there is no way you can look at a coil and go, oh no, cover your eyes. You see, you're walking by a spring store. Do those exist? He believes that this is a conspiracy against him that he has been, obviously, but he has been trying to spread the word. He believes that mods of websites are actually modulations or mind control. They're actually like being controlled and they are controlled themselves. Here's this quote. Exact quote. My data has been deleted from Hacker News, Reddit, and 4chan. My congressmen and newspaper and police won't talk to me. I would say most of that is true. Um, Everyone's information gets deleted from 4chan because it's anonymous. Reddit, you have negative six karma, bro. I don't know anything about Hacker News. The congressman and the newspaper not wanting to talk to him, but I'm sure the police do. I'm sure the police aren't like, oh no, look at this crazy guy. Let's not pay attention to him. Let's totally just ignore him. I'm sure the police do want to talk to you, sir. He tells us there's a couple different ways to break this mind control. Yeah, you're taking notes, right? Because there will be a quiz. There'll be a quiz when MK Ultra kicks down their door and they're like, what? Where's your hot tub? You're not supposed to write the letter M anymore, okay? I mean, this... This is where we get, the whole thing's insane, right? But this is where we get to just like, there's different levels of insanity. There's now, we're not allowed to write that letter M anymore. You're supposed to just write an upside down V. And then I guess another one? So, because otherwise it's just like a little triangle. So don't write the letter M anymore. Put it as two, again, not super specific. So just to be safe, if you're writing M's, just one little upside down triangle. Also. Do that in your cells. Doesn't tell us how to do it. Just tells us that we need the letter M M that's floating around in our cells. It needs to be an upside down V, guys. You didn't even know there was a letter M in your cells, did you? But there is. Just keep thinking, turn that into an upside down V. The letter G. (laughs) I'm not going to do the whole alphabet, but I kind of wish he went through the whole alphabet. He just had these two. So letter M, you write upside down as a, a V or something like that. I've already kind of forgotten. It's so insane. The letter G, did you know this? The letter G has a hook because it's trying to hook our brains. That's it. There's no explanation for that. That, I'm so curious. I could honestly sit down and talk to this guy over a nice cold beer and a hot tub and go, wait a second. What is it? Why? Why is it trying to hook our brains? How does it hook our brains? Is there another way to say the letter G? How are we going to talk about all the stuff that's G related? He says that the tunnels are real. The tunnels are real. And like I said, it's this giant graphic. This is this giant image that he has. I'll put it in the show notes, obviously. But he goes, the tunnels are real. He has a picture of this old tunnel. It's actually a, like a less of a tunnel and more of like a giant pit. And he has this quote. This is a real tunnel in Portugal. That may or may not be true, right? I'm I'm going to assume that he did find a photo of a tunnel in Portugal, but I don't know. This is a real tunnel in Portugal surrounded by one million black people. What does that even mean? What is the point of that? 
First, there's a lot, again, so many questions. One, is there like a town nearby? First off, I don't think, I mean, that would be a big town of a million people, but for, are they just hanging out there? Is it just like, hey man, what are you doing this weekend? What do we always do? We're going to go hang out at that tunnel in Portugal. There's a million of us. It's super awesome. Why are they there? Is there an infrastructure? Is there like roads and stuff? Or is it literally you go to the tunnel and then when you walk out of the tunnel, there's just a bunch of dudes standing there. A million of them. I think they would show up on a satellite photo. I think a million of anything, except for like microbes and stuff like that. A million little M's in your cells. A million people are standing outside this tunnel. That's it. He doesn't say if it's good or it's bad. He doesn't say if they're like, hey, welcome, let's have a big party. It just says that they are there. We are going to finish it up with this. He says that if you want to feel better, this goes with the hot tub thing and walking around with a muddy bicycle helmet. If you want to feel better, you should stay outside. I'm like, okay, I've heard that before. You know, like vitamin D, sunlight, working out, gets the blood pumping. No. What, are you crazy? <laughs> what? That's not what he means. Think about it. House. The word house. H-O, the first two letters, U-C. Now, because S-E apparently becomes the word C. So he's saying that it implies you see or see you. And then I-O for input-output. Let me read you that sentence back exactly how he wrote it. See if you can make any more sense out of it. House. H-O-U-C implies C. U-I-O input-output. Where, where'd the H go? The H just left, jumped into your cells. The I showed up. It's like, hey guys, what's going on? They're like, oh, we're in this guy's paranoid delusion. He's like, ooh, can I join? They're like, yeah, sure. How do you get that? How do you get, I get how you might be able to get H-O-U-C. I mean, it, it's still, I mean, that's stretching it. But where did the I come from? Anyways, by being in your house all the time, it's like an input-output thing, or they're seeing you, or you're seeing them, or... He gives us this great analogy. It comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it's going to sound like I'm quoting it out of context. It comes out of nowhere. If God was a hot model and you made fun of her, she'd send bullies after you. I'm wondering, one, if this guy <laughs> stalked a hot model at some point and a bunch of bullies came after him. Two, I don't think God is just chilling up there and people are all making fun of him. He's like, oh, we don't believe in you anymore. We're atheists. And he's up there. and He's like, oh, man, if I was a hot model, I would totally know how to take care of those guys. This infinite army of archangels is standing behind him. They're like, God, do you want us to do anything? He's like, no, no, I'm not a hot model. So I, can't, I mean, like, where is this coming from? But just so you know, atheists out there, you may talk trash about God all you want. But just, so you know, if he was a hot model, you get beat up here. We end it with this. We end it with this. It's an uplifting message that this man tells us. Don't be scared. Don't get rid of your stuff. How close do you live to the swamp? <laughs> and, then, and then there's a picture of a bug, of a cockroach or something. <laughs> so, there's a picture after he has that uplifting. I guess that's uplifting, right? And we talked about this guy previously last season where he asked people, how close do you live to the swamp? And I was puzzled then, but I'm even more confused now. I actually didn't know it was the same guy when I found this post. I was reading this and I was like, damn it, it's the swamp guy again. Don't be scared. Don't get rid of your stuff. How close do you live to the swamp? And then there's a picture of a bug and on its antenna are Cheetos.
So I don't, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't know how close I live to the swamp. I don't know. I don't know what any of that means. This, this, this is a look at insanity that's far beyond the normal gang stalking. This is a guy who, who actually writing stuff out like a Reddit post is less effort than what this guy did. He had to make this giant graphic, which he thought was super helpful. And if anything, it has driven me one step closer to insanity. Because now every time I see a G, I'm going to think, hmm. So that, that was that. There's literally no way to wrap that up. If you followed these, all of them, turning your cells into little M's and sleeping on a non-springed mattress, I mean, unless you like sleeping on a bunch of vaginas, and who doesn't? What if you did all this stuff? Let's put on our conspiracy caps here for a second. What if you did all these things? And your life became a thousand times better. Like you felt all that psychic energy, that weight that's always been laying on top of you. Like a snoring man on a vagina. You feel it lift off of you. Everything seems clearer now. Colors are brighter. And the darkness has faded to gray. What would, ha- what would you do Like if you took these steps and things got better? I'm not advising you to do it. Because you could be opening, like the man in the first story, you could be opening the path from curious interest to agreeing with the paranoia. However, the next time you're at your local neighborhood Walmart, pick up a couple bicycle helmets. Two for you and two for your friendly neighborhood podcaster. Because who knows? We may be the insane ones. Laughing at a man who has finally decoded a way to stop the gang stalker's assault. All we need is a hot tub, can of beer, couple bicycle helmets, and a way to balance two Cheetos on a cockroach's antennae. Who could have ever thought it would be so simple? <laughs> DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash DeadRabbitRadio. Twitter is at DeadRabbitRadio. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys.